Welcome to the EggerSafe Network podcast, where our mission is protecting the people who feed the world. Was developed by AgriSafe and its staff and some of its uh, partners. So Teach Your Way Open Source Ag Health and Safety Curriculum. So our Ag Health and Safety Curriculum is branded as Invest in Your Health. And we have been um, working with this program for a number of years. But over the past, I would say three and a half years, we've rebranded the program to become a train the trainer. So we have worked with um, health and safety experts on various topics and we'll cover those topics um, to be able to present a toolkit for our ag, um, ag health and safety educators, our um, youth advisors with like 4-H and FFA and other groups. And we've even had a number of requests for those young farmers and ranchers who are just kind of beginning work in the ag environment. And so that's what this curriculum is geared for. So we offer the Train the Trainer series. So it comes already established with a number of um, instructor toolkits for our ag educators. It includes um, um, some content for in the classroom via on-demand PowerPoint presentation, um, classroom activities, as well as additional resources to kind of um, broaden the uh, curriculum that we're teaching. And so we actually have six modules that we target and we're going to go through those six modules this afternoon. And it really helps you to prepare. So if you're an ag instructor who is just out of school um, and have to go into um, an, an ag education role, and oftentimes we've spoke with educators and especially those ones that are new on the scene, they're kind of borrowing and grabbing and, and kind of using what already exists from, from educators that are about to retire or who have been in the role. So our goal was to kind of create a toolkit that you can walk in with six readily available modules to kind of instruct on health and safety. And we'll talk about why that's important. So one of the reasons that drove our work in this area is this is a national FFA statistic on ag classroom education. And so as you can see, a number of things are covered and, and are well-deserved. And you know we, we definitely want them learning about these various aspects. So agri-science seems to be most popular, followed by um, biotechnology, ag mechanics is a huge one. Kids love working with those big, large machines horticultural, animal science, and environment. But when you get to ag health and safety, they're always covering safety, but is there a curriculum? There was an astounding zero. So we said, hey, there's, uh, there's definitely a need for this and we wanna be able to fill that need. So if you were with us earlier today, you've probably seen this map before, but one of the reasons that ag health and safety component is very important is this is just kind of showing you a little bit of a glimpse. I did a search on um, aginjurynews.org and I just did a search on youth, um, 17 years and younger um, fatalities. And this was kind of a, a heat map that kind of showed where the different incidents are. And so you can see across the nation, there are a number of issues. And so this kind of initial query I ran, um, it showed 81 reports with 54 incidents and 92 victims. Again, these were fatalities um, under 17 years of age for the year 2019. 
I also just did a quick search to compare um, because we're kind of talking about that 14 to 23 year old range. Um, and for that same year in 2019, when you do a search for 18 and older, which goes all the way up to 80s and 90s even, um, those incidents really increased. So it was it went from 81 to 463 reports, 351 incidents, and 449 victims. And again, these were fatalities that were reported in 2019. So we know that agriculture is a, one of the most dangerous um, occupations to work in. We see a spike in those incidents and, and fatalities once you're an adult, considered an adult. Um, so we just know that it's very important to be mindful of um, those safety issues. And so although the rate of non-fatal injuries to children in agriculture, it's dropped about 60% since our um, partners at National Children's Center was established in 1997, agriculture remains hazardous for children and youth. And about every three days, we always want to remind you all, about every three days, a child dies in an agriculture-related incident. And each day, at least 33 children are injured. So we want to keep that at the forefront of our mind as to why ag education is important, especially for our youth and our young workers who are going to be going um, into this industry. And so what are the training topics? Um, this list continues to evolve and continues to be added to, but our initial um, topics, this is where we started. So we have a topic on say what, protecting your hearing, cover up, which is really talking about head to toe personal protective equipment and why it's important, stay cool, prevention of heat related illness, especially in this climate of continuing increasing uh, temperature, and then new, um, we've created a module in 2020 on mental wellness for students. That name and that final uh, uh, final kind of branding of that module is still in development, but we are very, very close and we're gonna kind of highlight some of that today. Stop zoonosis in its track. We're talking about the prevention of zoonosis. And then where you're at. Where you're at is using um, hazard mapping and kind of a technique we borrowed from the construction injury uh, industry, I'm sorry. And I think that is gonna be very, very helpful as it relates to looking at that previous map of incidents because it really talks about safety in the environment that you're working and it can be adapted to each individual work site. So for starters, say what protecting your hearing. Um, so this is kind of an example of what you will be seeing. Um, each topic, and we have six, comes with an instructor guidebook. And this is basically your how-to guide. If you need to do a, a section on hearing uh, protection and why your hearing is important, this kind of includes everything. So it talks about your objectives, so your basic anatomy and physiology of the ear, um, harmful exposures, which have the potential to cause hearing damage, um, talking about preventative strategies to reduce exposure to noise, and then describing appropriate selection and use of personal protective equipment. So again, each one of these curriculum come with an on-demand webinar link. Most of the presentations are approximately 30 minutes, and then you will have the file to that. So if you wanna use that in your classroom, or use that with your youth group, 
you can actually play that presentation start to finish. It's a PowerPoint presentation that's recorded something like what we're doing here today. Um, there's also gonna be activities. So we engage in activities and I'll show you some of those examples. Um, for the learning, or not learning, the hearing uh, curriculum, we have created an AgriSafe Decibel Hunt. And that way you can download a sound app on your smartphone and kind of do a treasure hunt. If you're on a, in a farm or ag environment, have a, life, a livestock building, you can actually go in and record what that noise level is in terms of uh, what was the exposure. And so this is quite a lesson. And the, there are things that you can use, obviously, in the ag environment, in the wood shop, in the, uh, you know, in the, the ag uh, mechanic workshop and areas like that, but also just regular things like using earbuds. We know our youth really love their music. And so we can really do, look at some of those everyday things and see how is that impacting your hearing and what is the risk in terms of that noise level. And there are a number of other activities, but with each module, AgriSafe kind of developed a um, keynote or a feature activity that can be used to kind of um, help with the learning of that module. Our next topic is cover up, um, head to toe personal protective equipment. Again, we want our youth to be familiar with what hazards and risks are and how can they protect themselves. We know that when you're looking at that um, hierarchy model of safety, that personal protective equipment is often the, the last thing, but in, in light of not being able to control certain other um, exposures, we want them going in knowing what is available and what they should have and how to reduce their risk. And so this module really talks about um, several of the indicators related to the use of personal protective equipment, access to that PPE, and then educational material developed for the classroom youth. So we actually have worksheets. Um, we have uh, certain um, case studies and, and just really activities that can engage students. So it's not just a kind of a one-way directional learning where you kind of have the curriculum that is available, but there's also activities that you can utilize to kind of break up that learning and put that learning into the student's hands. Um, there's uh, decision-making activities from programs designed for classroom timeframes, as we know that, you know, in that classroom setting, you probably have 45 minutes, not sure what it's looking like in the COVID environment, but you know you have a small amount of time to actually make an impact. So these are kind of made where you can break them up and utilize them if you show the presentation one day and do an activity or break up that activity over the week as homework assignments, quote unquote, if you will. So each one is kind of designed to think about the time frame of, uh, of class, class activity. So here are some worksheets, depending on what your exposure is, if you're working with machinery versus livestock versus grain. Um, and it just really kind of gives you some key pointers on what you need. Um, and there's also some other worksheets that, um, because again, this range is different, we're saying 14 to 23. Um, there's also a worksheet that kind of uh, identifies, maybe even for if you're working with a younger audience, um, what thing isn't right in this picture. So it gives you a scenario and then you get to select what type of PPE do I need or what doesn't look right in this picture in terms of safety. 
So the third topic I'm gonna to quickly review is stay cool prevention of heat related illness. I have a slight bias because I helped develop this module, but heat related illness, we know that every year thousands of workers become sick from exposure to heat and some even die. And heat related illnesses above and in general are preventable. And so we wanna talk about what is on that spectrum in terms of heat related illnesses? What are the signs and symptoms? And what do you do if you're faced with that? If you're, if you're working in an ag related environment or even unfortunately, I think here in Louisiana, we just had a high school student die um, of a heat related incident during football practice. And so um, these things are happening in and out of agriculture. So we want them to be aware of what those signs and symptoms looks like. Um, one of the things that is really neat here is in our activities, we actually also engage them in downloading an a, um, app that's a heat um, related illness app. And it'll kind of talk about what type of weather is today and what you know is the heat index for that day and what type of things should you be mindful of so you can plan your day. Um, and so there are a lot of uh, neat resources and activities, again, to get students thinking about this topic, why and how it would be important to them. And then here is our stop zoonosis in its tracks, prevention of zoonosis. And what's exciting about this is this is our youth-based curriculum. We actually had a AgriSafe Youth Advisory Council of high school and college students across the nation who were um, nominated to serve um, with AgriSafe and look at our curriculum for youth. So they were able to provide input, tell us about topics that were important to them and look at those resources that were created and kind of rated in terms of its, um, I would say learnability, if you will, um, in terms of you know their peers taking up these safety topics. So one of our youth council members actually created this. Um, she went on and continued to volunteer with AgriSafe and now she's in um, school studying veterinary medicine and she helped us create this module. So it's really a, um, a partnership with all of these curriculum that we created, bringing in uh, various experts. So with this topic, we're talking about zoonotic disease, modes of transmission, It's definitely a hot button this year. Um, we recommend uh, educational resources um, and programs related to it. There's a lot of training activities. Um, the module is really neat. It's actually not in PowerPoint. It's something called Prezi, which gives you more of a landscape um, model of the module where you can actually go in and look at um, kind of the different vectors and what the exposures are and it moves you through this wheel that you see on the left side of your screen. So it's a really, really interactive and neat presentation. And again, if time were uh, an issue, you can actually, you know, select the different time slots in that power in that presentation that you would like to see. And so we have a, a number of activities, again, to bring those topics to life. And we have something we're really proud of, the AgriSafe Bingo Game, which is uh, very challenging. And we've always taken these to different outreach events when we could, and it's always been a hit um, with our youth. So we also have a CDC hand washing activity, which is gonna be of great importance these days where it just shows you how quickly germs can spread. So, um, and then we have some extension uh, zoonotic activities that we wanted to highlight. And we do give credit to all of those different organizations. 
So with our tracking Zoonosis Bingo, um, this is, it comes with, I wanna say 20 unique bingo cards and about 36 questions. And so the questions are pretty advanced. Um, so you might need to modify up or down depending on what your audience is, but it really takes you through a number of zoonotic diseases, what are signs and symptoms. And in every card, our star or our home place is hand washing because hand washing is key in reducing those. So you'll get in the toolkit and I'll kind of show you the instructor guidebooks in the toolkits and where you can find that. Uh, you'll have access to a bingo card, the bingo questions, answer cards for the instructors and the AgriSafe Zoonosis fact sheet. So again, you can really, you know, separate this up into a group activity. Um, I've done this where uh, in a classroom setting where we've kind of separated into teams, everybody has their um, AgriSafe uh, Zoonosis fact sheet and they're looking for answers and kind of talking it out and making sure that they have the right answers before they yell out bingo. But it's a very fun learning activity. And um, this is something we highlighted and we always kind of figure out an activity that we take to National FFA. And this is uh, 2019 when the world was still open. <laughs> we were in Indianapolis and this was our station where we um, had the game. We kind of made these life-size kind of table-size bingo cards <laughs> and we just kind of ran this game. And a lot of kids, you know, had questions, learned things, didn't know that, but they really had fun learning. So we really enjoy um, being able to present this type of activity. It was a short video, but they're listening to the questions and having a little conversation amongst themselves and they were kind of playing in teams as to what was the right answer. So we had a, we were exhausted, but we had a lot of fun because I want to say we served about 3000 students over two or three days. So we were very busy running the questions and playing bingo. And then hazard mapping, this was one of our first curriculum that we really rolled out in an interactive way um, here at Louisiana FFA. And this hazard mapping activity, it again, really draws students in. It draws your youth and your workers in because again, you're talking about your work environment. So they get to kind of, it's very much arts and craftsy, if you will. We have crap, we have graph paper, markers, pens, pencils, and, and whatnot. And they're laying out their work environment. And so it doesn't, you know, don't have to be a master artist to draw this out, but kids get really creative with it. And so they're drawing out their, you know, ag farm uh, workshop or, you know, even a farm that they work in or live in or have seen or have been around. And then they identify all kinds of hazards and they identify, is it a low, medium, or high risk? And they talk about, how do you make this more safe? What are some things that you could do? So it's very much participatory. Um, this one, we have some general guidance on the topic. Um, I think the presentation is probably about 20, 25 minutes. They average about 30 minutes at max. But this is really about identifying that work site, that farm site, um, and drawing it out and really getting them to engage in conversation. So it, it's really, really a neat activity. And we've, we've seen a lot of success with this. And a lot of employers have actually used this as well in terms of initial safety training. So this is an example of Louisiana FFA. I'm thinking it was probably from 2017 or maybe 2018. Um, and we have a group of students presenting their um, farm site and kind of talking about their ha hazards. Why is it a low, medium versus um, 
low, medium, or high risk? And what can they do to kind of keep themselves safe? And, you know, just having that conversation. So it's a really neat and interactive activity. So with this one, for the hazard, hazard mapping, we've identified a few key hazards. So um, I'm going to start in this middle pane. Uh, the red one represents respiratory um, hazards. The lightning bolt is electricity, hearing, livestock, chemical or pesticide, ergonomic with the spine, and then everything else kind of follows into this general hazard. And they can name that for whatever that is because every worksite looks different and you might have different exposures there. So um, that really opens it up to not be restrictive to those um, specific hazards there. And so this is a, a worksheet in the instructor guidebook. You will have um, the code for, it's like stickers. So we'll um, list out the product for you to be able to um, go out and purchase those labels and print that out. It's a, a PDF file that allows you to print that out for your classrooms. And last but not least, new kid on the block is our mental wellness for students. And so in this environment, we've been seeing in agriculture, the need to focus on stress, anxiety, um, and just mental wellness overall. So we know what impacts the parents, the grandparents, impacts the home, impacts the youth, impacts the students. And so we really wanted to kind of bring a module that could speak to that. Um, not so much on those agricultural stressors where we cover some of that as to why that stress could exist, but we really bring it down to the level of the youth to be able to identify what those stressors are that are unique to rural and, excuse me, agricultural community. We want to talk to them about managing that stress, so learning relaxation techniques and other coping mechanisms pertaining to their anxiety, depression, and any other mental health issues understanding their connection to mental health and physical health, and then distinguishing between healthy and unhealthy methods of coping with those agricultural stressors or just general stressors. And so this module was um, developed this year. Uh, we had a graduate student from Southeastern University here in Louisiana um, who helped develop this module. And of course, just like the other um, modules, we have the on-demand student webinar link. This presentation is a little bit longer. I wanna say it's approximately 35 minutes, but we also include the classroom activities and then resources. So the suicide prevention helpline, um, some other apps that could be downloaded. If people um, wanna consider these resources, they can actually have them available. And so we kind of talk about access to those things in the presentation. I just wanted to kind of give an example because this is the newest module and we're still finishing up that, that final, um, the final edits uh, before we get that complete instructor guidebook. But I wanted to just show you two examples of the classroom activities. <laughs> and these are, are very engaging. Um, one example, so at the conclusion of this course, when we're talking about mental health, mental wellness, anxiety, stress, coping mechanisms, um, at the conclusion of this course, um, two of the activities um, are really focused around kind of uh, students, you know, working together in group settings. So the first one is a mindfulness meditation activity, which is really neat. Um, and the guidance says that you're going to set anywhere between three and ten, 10 minutes each day, preferably in the morning, 
to practice, practice a mindfulness meditation as a class. So the teacher, instructor, um, youth guide um, could actually play a video that instructs mindfulness or a video with relaxation sounds for students to practice. And so then they can kind of focus in on conscious awareness of their own thoughts and feelings. It kind of helps center them for the day. Um, and it's not formulating any judgment of, of anyone else. So they're kind of just kind of centering themselves, just taking that, that moment um, to just kind of be, you know, at rest, if you will. And this helps really reduce feelings of anxiety, depression, and stress over long periods of time. So I think that's a great activity because it's teaching something and it's also providing a coping mechanism that could be used at another time if they're feeling stress and anxiety come on. So that was one kind of guided activity for the class. There's also a role-playing coping mechanism. And so the purpose of this activity is for students to learn distinctions between healthy and unhealthy coping strategies for anxiety, depression, and stress. And so groups, uh, students will be separated into groups. They'll be given a stressor, if you will, and they'll give a healthy coping mechanism and an unhealthy coping mechanism, and they get to role play that out. So they're kind of getting to work within their peer group and kind of getting to model certain behaviors and then talking about why was one better than the other? What are the differences? And so I, again, I think it's just a great grounding way to kind of teach some of these coping mechanisms as, as students are dealing with stress and they're dealing with peer pressure and they're dealing with bullying potentially. Um, so these are some great um, life skills that they can actually learn while they're talking about um, the mental wellness module. So those are some um, great exercises that have um, been developed for this module, as well as other resources. I want to say there are at least three or four resources, and we may be adding more to this, but we're really excited um, to have this again for our youth um, to really focus on mental wellness. So I've taken you through all of the six curriculum at least just giving you a preview, right? Um, so all six modules are completed. The instructor will earn an Invest in Your Health Instructor Scholar Certificate. We call it the scholar if you go through all five of our courses or six of our courses, excuse me, but you're actually able to go through, listen to the presentation. So with each module, we have kind of a train the trainer. So we talk to you, the ag instructor, about the topic about what we're gonna be instructing your students on. And then we kind of showcase the activities. So those are roughly about 45 minutes. So you go through that. Um, and then once you complete that presentation, you actually have access to download that instructor guidebook. And uh, if you're wanting students to do that, they can actually receive a scholarship of completion or a scholar certificate of completion as well, because for our ag educators who are still in school, this is an opportunity cre to create a toolkit before they're actually going on uh, on site into the classroom. And so this is a great way that they can actually take these components in and kind of have things if they have to develop their own curriculum. So under our OpenShare platform, once you're certified, you're free to use these training materials in your classroom. Uh, we, we would like to follow up and we may be able to do that as you're registering in our learning lab and I'll kind of get to that information. And so basically, if you're using it, we would love to know if you're using it, do you like it? We would love to have your feedback. 
um, but there is no cost for that. So it's, it's, we're giving that to you as a way to kind of create curriculum, give ideas, enhance trainings that you may already have. Um, and now how do you get to this is the question. And so you get to this through our AgriSafe Learning Lab, and that can be found at learning.agrisafe.org. So on the right side of your screen, you'll see kind of the um, flow chart as to how it works. You're gonna create a free profile, a free guest account. It's your name and your email, and it takes less than a minute. Then you're gonna register to take your Invest in Your Health Train the Trainer courses. I just walked you, through, walked you through six of those courses and that would be in that learning lab space. So you create the profile, you're gonna register for the course. The course gives you all, it will give you all of those modules and you can actually pick and choose which ones you wanna take. You don't have to take them in a particular order. There is a pre and post test if you would like that certificate. And then you can download that instructor guidebook as a PDF and you're free to replicate and use those materials as you like and tell your colleagues because we wanna get the word out about it. So let me now get you over to the screen here. Let's see, you can see this screen, good. Okay, so I'm logged in, I've set my free account, I've set my membership account, if you will. Um, and this is where you're gonna, actually I'm gonna screen ahead. This is kind of your home screen in the AgriSafe Learning Lab. This is where all of our content lives. So even after today, if you wanna get access to our previous uh, Farm Safety and Health Week webinars, this is where you're coming, learning.agrisafe.org. Or invest in your health. You're gonna click on the courses tab and there is the invest in your health train the trainer course. So you click on that tab and that's gonna list all of what we call our contents, our components. So the full um, overview of the course, what's in there, um, who our speakers are. Again, I mentioned that we worked with a number of partners on this, AgriSafe staff and external partners. So it tells you about um, those different speakers and the modules that they contribute to. And so we're listed here for speakers and then the contents. So for each one of the modules, you have the video for the instructors, which is yourself, the ag, the ag educators, um, the post test, just asking some questions about feedback, um, their instructor guide. And then if you have like for the hazard mapping, the printable stickers, that's gonna be a, a separate kind of download. But for each topic, you have your instructor video, you have your post test, you have your instructor guide, which is where everything is, including um, the, the links and hyperlinks to the presentations, and, um, and then the, the actual student presentation for your students. So we kind of talk to you as the instructor, and then you have like the 30-minute um, presentation for your student audience. So you're getting access to all of these things absolutely free. So we definitely want you to share them. Um, you know, and give us feedback. What are your students saying? Was it helpful to you? How can we improve them if there are areas that you, you feel that um, could be added to? We definitely want to know that. So you have that for each module. And as you can see, our newest one isn't on the list yet. So we're getting those final pieces together. And that should be um, one of our, our next top priorities, um, probably within the, the next month, I would say. All right. So let me go back here. I'm switching slides again. 
And so again, as you, as you see, and as you know, AgriSafe, we are tiny and mighty and partnerships are a cornerstone of our outreach. So um, we are releasing this to communities. Um, you, as instructors in those communities, you know what your students need. Hopefully these materials can really supplement that. And if there are other areas um, that you would like to recommend that we again add modules to, please let us know. But your feedback is really how we're expanding the reach and expanding the resources to these areas. And of course, connect with us on social media. Those are some areas that we're on, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. And I would also like to say we're on YouTube. So please follow us on YouTube at AgriSafe Network. And we also have started a podcast channel. So those are two little things that aren't on the slide. And both of those, all of those things can be found under AgriSafe Network. So please follow us on all social media and podcasts. Thank you so much, Nisha. And um, the uh, some of the comments coming through, uh, folks have uh, feel it's it's very useful, and especially when they have requests to do training. I think one of our biggest challenges here at AgriSafe is for folks to realize that there's like there's no catch that it is literally free curriculum, um, and that's why right. the presentation Nisha's presentation is open source. Um, so that's just something to remember. We're we're here to make it easier for ag educators. Absolutely. So we definitely thank you for your time and your feedback. And Natalie, if you could um, roll that last polling question and then any questions and comments, I'm open to taking those. Sure, sure. Okay. And there are some questions coming in, but I'll go ahead and um, launch this polling question. Let's see here. Let me get that last one up here for you. And I don't know, maybe you can look at that question box too, Nisha. See, so here's okay. our last one. So if you're still on with us, if you could just vote real quick on this polling question, that would be great. And we can move on from there. It looks like we have about 63% of you answering the polling question. So um, a few more coming in. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and close that and share it. Um, it looks like Nisha, you have about, yeah, about 36%. If you answer it unsure, like you're not sure if you're going to use it, um, and it's anything to do related to the programming, or if you're not sure if you, how to access it, feel free to send us a note on that if there's anything we can do. I know for a lot of folks, you may not know if you get a chance to actually you know, be face-to-face -face instruction. Um, Nisha, there's a few questions here. Uh, one of them, one of the questions is, um, so the students get a certification after completion as well? So I wonder if you could speak to that. So for students, if you would like to use it specifically for your students, um, if you want to per se assign it as a homework assignment, uh, we would work with you as the instructor to uh, collect student information and then enter that in and they could actually get an individual certificate. So that's more of a kind of a one-on-one -on -one type of request. 
Um, generally speaking, we're wanting this for our um, ag educator, youth advisor type audience. So if you're needing something a little bit modified, we'll have to work with you one-on-one, -on -one. but we have done that and that is, is possible, especially if they're ag educator students who are gonna be using this in the future. We've, we've done something um, very specific for that audience so we can, we can accommodate that request. Great. Um, looking here, I think some folks have said that this would be really good for like using the community college setting. And there's um, folks on the pre that are on the attendings that are uh, looking to put together safety courses for their schools. Uh, so mm. it looks like it's a good fit there. Um, the the range. Let's see. One. Let's see. Another comment that may be a good tool for students that are working through home-based classes and activities since they cannot be in class. So that's a good suggestion that we know that in the age of distance education now, a lot of um, virtual learning that these these uh, trainings may be more applicable now more than ever. So um, mm -hmm. certainly we one of the things that um, in, in addition to the on-demand opportunities to be trained, we also have the ability if there's enough um, teachers that come together and you want AgriSafe to hold a live train the trainer for you. So let's say you've got in your state, you, you have a virtual training for ag educators and you want to uh, teach the ag educators about one of the curriculums, AgriSafe would be happy to do a, a live train the trainer so they don't have to view this on their own time. So it's really Absolutely. about just reaching out. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good point, Natalie. And I also wanted to mention for that um, kind of remote learning, virtual learning environment. What I did not mention is for each module, there's also a quiz or a testing option. So once you show the student presentation or have them study the information, we actually have quizzes associated with each module. So if there's a way that you want to test, you know, they're learning on various subjects, we do have a quiz or a test component for each one of those modules. So that's an option as well. I want to also add that if um, if you are planning to use this or you've used our materials before, please let us know because when we have we're uh, being a national organization, it's really hard for us to to uh, be able to track usage. But um, if you end up, for example, using hazard mapping and it was a great experience, you know, send us a note. We would love to even showcase some of your work because um, that helps us continue to develop curriculum in this space. So we'd love to hear from you. Definitely. I'm trying to look through the questions here. Okay. So a lot of people, thank you so much for giving us feedback on where you're getting your content from. So that's good to know. Did you see any other questions? I just, I see a number of comments no, I, here. I don't see any other question. I think, um, uh, it would be great to know when the ag educators normally have. I know they meet a couple times a year for their continuing ed, and we'd love to be on that agenda in any way we can to even let the educators know this is open curriculum for them. So I'd uh, love to hear mm -hmm. from you all. Absolutely. I don't see any other questions from Nisha uh, at this time. All right. Well, we, we thank you so much for joining us for National Farm Safety and Health Week. And looking and considering the Invest in Your Health uh, curriculum as an option for 
your training and education needs. And we just really appreciate you joining us. So have a wonderful afternoon and stay safe and stay healthy. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the AgriSafe Network podcast, where our mission is protecting the people who feed the world. You can learn more about the AgriSafe Network at agrisafe.org, and be sure to check out the Learning Lab and all of the excellent resources available on the site. You can also find us on Facebook or contact us anytime at info at agrisafe.org.